opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You have tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. Well, 60 years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said this. Hate begets hate. Violence begets violence. Toughness begets greater toughness. We must meet the forces of hate and violence with the power of love. You're listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington, here on The Mark Harrington Show. If you want to find out more about our radio program and ministry, go to markharrington.org. And you can go to our uh, social media sites as well on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So we're going to be talking about violence begetting violence here on the program today. And there were three things that took place last week. Three things. The first was the Golden Globe Awards in Hollywood. The second was the uh, the bombing of an American base in Iraq for the retribution uh, of the killing of Qasem Soleimani, which is the uh, these these the was anyway <laughs> the commander of Iraq's Quds Force. And then thirdly, Planned Parenthood, the largest world, worldwide largest abortion killer, came out with their annual report. And so what I want to do, I'm going to tie all these together. I'm going to bring out the common thread that is within these three stories. That is the Golden Globe Awards, the Iran bombing, and the release of the Planned Parenthood uh, annual report. And what I want to do is basically the common thread is this. It's not difficult to figure out. And that is that we as humans resort often to violence to solve our tough issues, our tough problems, social problems, and other things. Why? Because we're sinful, because we're tilted, we're bent towards violence in resolving difficult issues. And so if we look at each one of these events last week, it draws attention to the idea that as human beings, we often resort to violence to solve our problems. Let's start out with the first thing. Everybody uh, you know, was focused on this, the Globe and Go- Golden Globe Awards, not because people watch it, because they don't. Most, most Americans don't watch it. They tune out. Most Americans could care less about these award shows. But the Golden Globes were on Sunday night. And you know, I don't watch this stuff, generally speaking. And the only reason it came to my attention is because uh, there was an acceptance speech by Michelle Williams, who's an actress. So, but you know, first of all, the Golden Globes are not the Oscars. Those are two different things. And and uh, I guess the Oscars are just towards film. They they give awards towards just film. And uh, the Golden Globes are TV and film, TV and film. And these Hollywood awards programs are all about self-appreciation, patting each other on the back. Uh, you know, it, it, to me, they're sickening. I mean, they're hard to watch. You got elitists who are living, you know, high on the hog in, in Hollywood often just get up 
and pontificate about how everybody else should live when they're living these extravagant elitist lifestyles. And, you know, they're often antichrist. I mean, they come out against Christianity, anything that's good and right and just in America. So it's very difficult to watch. Uh, it, it, to me, exemplifies everything that's wrong with American culture. Uh, the Hollywood, that's, that's really what it is. And these programs are, are really just a hate fest in many respects to everything that's good in America. Uh, I don't generally watch these. I don't go to movies as a rule. Uh, I only go to movies that I think have some type of deeper meaning, uh, some kind of worldview significance, or something that will help hold up Christian values, American values. Uh, and on that, by the way, I recommend heavily, strongly, that you go see the movie Richard Jewell. Uh, I wouldn't have normally gone to a movie like this, but the producer is Clint Eastwood. I like Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's an old, you know, good old boy, American uh, values kind of guy. And he puts out good movies that generally have a good theme. Uh, you walk away with, with something to think about. Richard Jewell is one of those movies. Richard Jewell, if you don't know, Richard Jewell was, uh, this is an actual true story. Uh, in the late 1990s, Richard Jewell was framed for the Olympic bombing in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was a rush to judgment by the FBI who framed Richard Jewell for the, the bombing and then a rush to judgment by the fake news media. Uh, kind of like what we're seeing today, by the way. You know, nothing's changed in 25 years. You know, <laughs> we see this whole thing with Donald Trump and the fake news. We see the FBI with this uh, kind of coup attempt. Happy, uh, trying to take down a duly elected president. Not much has changed, really. But this story is different because Richard Jewell, who's wrongly accused, and the whole movie's about him, really, uh, ends up getting his due. And that is that the FBI are proven wrong. Uh, the fake news is exposed for who they are uh, as propagandists. And Richard Jewell finally clears his name uh, because Richard Jewell did not. Uh, did not perpetrate the Olympic bombing. Uh, that was perpetrated by a guy named Eric Rudolph. But anyway, I recommend heavily you go to this movie. Uh, I don't support Hollywood, but I do support certain Hollywood films and film producers, one such as this with, with Clint Eastwood. So anyway, that, that's a little bit of a rabbit trail. But So I don't follow this stuff. The only reason I even paid any attention is because of this acceptance speech, speech by Michelle uh, Williams, who apparently won Best Actress in a Limited Series. So she comes up and she gives this uh, acceptance speech, which most of the time, you know, you thank your parents, you thank the producers, you thank all the people that helped you get to where you are, right? You thank your God, you know, that's very common. But she thanked her aborted baby. She thanked uh, the fact that she was able to kill her baby for why she was up there accepting this award. So what I want to do, I'm going to unpack Michelle Williams' acceptance speech because there's a lot in here that talks about where we are in the abortion debate, where we are in culture, uh, and so forth. So let's go ahead. We're going to play this first clip, and, and then I will unpack one at a time. Go ahead and play the first clip. You put this in someone's hands. You're acknowledging the choices that they make as an actor, moment by moment, scene by scene, day by day, but you're also acknowledging the choices they make as a person. 
the education they pursued, the training they sought, the hours they put in. I'm grateful for the acknowledgement of the choices I've made, and I'm also grateful to have lived at a moment in our society where choice exists, because as women and as girls, things can happen to our bodies that are not our choice. All right, so here you go. So you, first of all, if you watch the video, if you watch the acceptance speech, she's very nervous. I mean, and, and who wouldn't be? And she's going to be talking about a very personal thing, which is her abortion. And, uh, you know, at some level, you got to feel a little sad for her uh, that, that she went through all this. Because if, if this was OK, if this was totally fine, uh, having an abortion, uh, then why would she be nervous? Uh, you know, she wouldn't. This would be like going to get your tooth pulled or something. You know, the fact that she's nervous and talking about this, she realizes is of a deeply emotional thing. She knows at some level what she did was wrong. But she talks about how this happened to her body. It happened to her body. I, I assume she's referring to pregnancy. Uh, now, let's be clear. Pregnancy isn't something that happens to your body. It's not like some alien impregnates a woman. That, that's not how it works. Uh, pregnancy is something that you participate in. In other words, you have to have sex in order to get pregnant. unless. It's by rape and incest or some type of violent act, of course. But in most cases, and in the case of Michelle Williams, she consented to the act of sexual intercourse, which resulted in pregnancy. It didn't just happen to her body. That's not what happened here. And it was her choice to have sex. Therefore, having sex, she knows there is a chance that she might get pregnant. Uh, this isn't something that just happens to people. And Michelle Williams is smart enough. She knows how to prevent this. One way is not to have sex at all, right? So it's not just something that happened to her all of a sudden. All right, so let's go ahead with the second clip. I've tried my very best to live a life of my own making, and not just a series of events that happened to me, but one that I could stand I back making. and look at and recognize my handwriting all over, sometimes messy and scrawling, sometimes careful and precise, but one that I had carved with my own hand, and I wouldn't have been able to do this without employing a woman's right to choose. And there you go, and, the, and there's the, you know, the applause from the clapping seals, the sickening and nauseating applause for her choice to kill her offspring, her baby. The reason why she, at least she says, the reason why she is be able to accept this award for best actress is because she killed her baby. She won't say the word abortion. She won't mention it. The big A word, right? She calls it the women's, woman's right to choose, which is a euphemism for abortion. Uh, and, and so uh, it, it's awful to listen to. Um, uh, she, like I say, I mean, she won't she won't come to the conclusion that she killed her baby, but that's exactly what what she did. Uh, so, OK, let's go to the next clip. There you go. Clapping for baby killing. Awful. To choose when to have my children and with whom. When I felt supported and able to balance our lives, knowing as all mothers know that the scales must and will tip towards our children. Now, all right. So this is interesting, isn't it? That the scales must 
tip towards our children. The scales must tip towards our children. Now, I don't know how she can hold these two things together. Talking about abortion, so-called women's right to choose, and killing a baby, but our, the scales must tip towards our children. I assume she's thinking it was best for her baby to kill him or her. And this is what we often hear on college campuses, right? That children who are unwanted are better off dead. They're better off dead. And I think that's what she's saying. But she might also be tipping her hat to the pro-life point of view, giving some semblance of acknowledgement to the fact that this is a human being we're dealing with here. Uh, and the value, there is some value to human life. I'm not sure which one, but I, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to believe that she thinks it was probably better for her child to be killed. And we hear that all over the place on, on, uh, on college campuses. And somehow this is compassion, uh, that killing a baby is compassionate towards uh, children and tipping the scales towards them. Go ahead and play the next clip. I know my choices might look different than yours, but thank God or whomever you pray to that we live in a country founded on the principle that I am free to live by my faith and you are free to live by yours. So women, mm. 18 to 180. Interesting, interesting. So she says, whoever you pray to. I can uh, pretty be, pretty be, uh, be pretty sure that she doesn't pray to the Christian God that we understand in the Bible. Uh, if she were praying to that God, she would understand that that God abhors the shedding of innocent blood. Uh, that in the sixth commandment, he says, thou shalt not murder. So it's for her to say, you know, you, it, whoever, whatever God you pray to gets her and those who believe what she believes off the hook. Because the Bible's clear. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not murder. But then she talks about, but you are free to live by your own faith, she talks about. This is coming from the Hollywood elite who have gone out of their way, way to censor pro-life and Christian speech, to boycott the, the, state of, uh, the state of Georgia because they had the audacity to pass a heartbeat bill that would prohibit abortions for uh, babies that, uh, that were confirmed with a detectable heartbeat, right? Netflix and Disney were saying they were going to pull out of, Atlanta, uh, out of uh, Georgia because they passed a heartbeat bill. So much for tolerance, right, Michelle? So much for tolerance. In other words, we'll tolerate anybody except the ones who say that abortion is murder, except that those who want to outlaw abortion. We won't be tolerant towards them. That's for sure. Uh, that, that's pretty much coming very much, very clear that if you're anti-abortion, there's going to be no tolerance in Hollywood for you. All right, next clip. 18, when it is time to vote, please do so in your own self-interest. It's what men what have been doing. What if my self-interest is on I'm anti-abortion? What if I'm anti-abortion? Is that okay, Michelle? I can vote in my interest there. 
It's what men have been doing for years, which is why the world looks so much like them. But don't forget, we are the largest voting body in this country. Let's make it look more like us. All right, Tommy we can stop there. Can this is enough. I'm, I'm, I'm getting nauseated. This is ridiculous. So American people, I want you to understand, Michelle Williams and the Hollywood elite say the only reason to vote is for you. For your self-interest, everything else doesn't matter if it's for this, the interests of others or the interests of the country as, as a whole. Forget all that. It's all about me. It's all about me. And folks, that's why we're in the situation we're in. That's why we're facing the problems we're facing today. And that's why we have abortions. Uh, frankly, I don't vote for my own self-interest. My number one issue is to protect the vulnerable. And, it, and create a, a country where we believe in the equality between the born and the preborn, that our laws would reflect that. I vote against my own self-interest in many respects. When it comes to protecting preborn children, I have nothing to gain for protecting them. I have nothing to gain by voting for pro-life advocates who will protect preborn babies. I vote against my own self-interest very often. And I vote for the interests of others. And in this case, I vote for the interests of the preborn and America as a whole. She's telling women that they only need to vote for their own self-interest. Well, I ask her this. Well, what if the self-interest doesn't line up with yours? Is that okay, Michelle? Would you be tolerant towards that? I doubt it very much. Basically, she's telling everybody to go out and vote against Donald Trump. That's really what it boils down to, <laughs> right? And in their own self-interest. And she had to throw in a little misandry. A little bit of misandry, you know, that we hate men and the world looks like men and we need to change what the world looks like. So women are, uh, you know, more in charge and this kind of thing. She had to throw in that man hating um, perspective in there as well. So this is the Golden Globes. All right. We have the Golden Globes. We have the Iran bombing. We have Planned Parenthood's uh, uh, report coming out this week. And they all point to one thing. Like Michelle Williams said, we try to solve our problems in our own self-interest. We act that way throughout our lives, and we vote that way, unfortunately. And it, when you look at this uh, even deeper, uh, basically, Michelle Williams did the uh, pro-life movement a favor by coming out the way she did. She didn't talk about rape and incest exceptions. She didn't talk about poor women needing abortions. She talked about the, the, the God-honest truth of the whole thing, and that is that women need abortions in order to pursue their own self-interest. And in that way, somewhat it was somewhat refreshing because we know that's really behind it all anyway. And my, uh, my good friend and colleague, uh, Seth Dreyer, who's the vice president here at Created Equal, uh, wrote a blog uh, and published that on our page on createdequal.org, and it's also on our Facebook page, that talks about how the pro-life movement needed Michelle Williams. Now, he didn't mean that they he needed her to have an abortion in order for us to make a point. We needed her to be honest, and she was, and how that presents an opportunity for us as pro-life advocates to show the true heart of the pro-abortion movement. And that is they are just flat out willing to admit it's murder, but say it's justifiable because I'm pursuing my own self-interest. That's really at the heart of it and always has been. So there is certainly a silver lining 
to this whole thing with Michelle Williams. And I exhort you to go to createdequal.org and read Seth Dreyer's uh, blog post uh, on this, uh, this Golden Globe Awards speech by Michelle Williams. I think it's uh, very clear and to the point. Uh, we obviously can use this for as an opportunity to create conversation on abortion because it really shows the unvarnished truth of what they they really believe. So if we look at the Golden Globes, we look at Hollywood and, and people acting in their own self-interest, using violence to solve problems, in this case, a crisis pregnancy. And then we look at what happened this week with Iran, who uh, in retribution for the, uh, the taking out of uh, Soleimani, the commander of Iran's Quds Force, uh, resorting to war or at least uh, uh, a retribution violently. Uh, and then we look at the Planned Parenthood numbers. Basically, we see that in many cases, that's what we do. Now, let me just say, when it comes to war, and I don't want to get off on a big rabbit trail, I'm not a pacifist. I'm not saying what uh, the United States did with uh, Soleimani was wrong. In fact, I think it's probably the right thing to do to knock out a guy like that. But I don't, I'm not for war. I don't think anybody's for war. You know, war, in my opinion, should be at the last resort. I believe in Augustine's just war theory. I know it seems outdated today in the modern era, you know, to think about it that way. But I think it should be absolutely the last resort. And, and we should follow the criteria of uh, Augustine's just war theory. And I'm thankful that it looks like the United States is not going to get into some kind of ground war over there. I never thought they were anyway. It was interesting to, to see the left's overreaction to that, but I, I'm not going to get into that. The point of the matter is we resort to violence to solve problems often. Why? Because we're sinful. And that's generally how we're bent. Now, with Planned Parenthood numbers, real fast here. Uh, we, uh, again, Planned Parenthood, the number one abortion killer in America and the world, for that matter, came out with their report. And Brad Mattis writes about this, and you can also go to my Facebook page to pick this up. Brad Mattis from Life Issues Institute talks about the numbers. Planned Parenthood, that uh, abortion industry giant that Michelle Williams likely went to to order to kill her baby, in 2019 committed 345,000 abortions. Think about that. 345 preborn babies were killed in the womb by Planned Parenthood. That's an increase over last year. In other words, Planned Parenthood is about abortions. To put this in perspective, 345,000 people is about the size of the city of Honolulu, Hawaii. And that's how many people were taken out in 2019. To put it in perspective even further, if you loaded up 69 747s with people, 69 of them, and they all crashed, they were all taken down by a missile or whatever, that would be the number of people who died by the hands of Planned Parenthood in 2019. So here we have it. Americans solving their problems through violence, crisis pregnancy, differences between uh, countries. We often resort to that as the first resort in other, in, instead of being compassionate and caring because violence begets violence. As Dr. King said best, 
uh, and we must overcome violence and the forces of hate with love. That's the difference between us as Christians and those who do not claim Christ. Finally, when it comes to Planned Parenthood, we all know they're about abortion. But yet, even though their abortion numbers are increasing and their other so-called services are not, they're decreasing like cancer screenings, uh, overall services, birth control, and these kinds of things. Abortions are up. Other services are down. They still are receiving massive amounts of federal funding. In 2019, they received, think about this, $616 million from the federal government. Six and almost a half, more than a half a billion dollars. And they receive $1.7 million a day. That's more than our budget in a year. But yet they're still getting tax dollars and they don't, they don't have to pay taxes on that. It's time for that to all change. We're hoping to make a difference in 2019 when it comes to Planned Parenthood. But anyway, to summarize, hate begets uh, hate, violence begets violence. And many times we unfortunately resort to that type of thing to solve tough problems. Why? Because we're sinners and we need Jesus Christ. And that's why he came and died on the cross, that we can love one another and solve these problems through love, not through violence. You've been listening to your radio activists here on the Mark Harrington Show. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America and remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.